So we're here at Marshall's with Liz for some holiday shopping. She's really nailing it this year, isn't she? Oh, yep. She got a record player for Amy. A gorgeous cozy sweater for Jason. And some hot pink fluffy slippers for her sister. The perfect gift. Wait a sec. <gasps> She's getting a pair for herself. Well, with prices this good, it would be rude not to. You know what? She totally deserves it. Oh, totally. Happy holidays, everyone. See you at Marshall's. Fabulous brands. Feel good prices at, at Marshall's. Marshalls. Everyone, you are tuned into the Trust and Believe Nomad Cast. I am your humble host, retired Master Sergeant 20. I want to thank you guys for tuning in today on the 4th of November, 2021. Hope you guys had a great Wednesday, a fun Wednesday. Um, on my side, everything is good as well. No issues to report at this time. So appreciate everything. Hope you guys are staying safe, staying sound, doing what you need to do to be successful in life. Not only yourselves, but others in your circle as well. So again, love is love. So I noticed this morning, my daughter got ready to leave for work and my wife got ready to leave for work. I was taking the trash out and I noticed there's a lot of frost on my vehicle. There's a lot of frost on other vehicles in our local area. So that means one thing, the temperature is decreasing. It's getting colder. And I, 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 I'm a fan of cold weather, love cold weather, right? To a certain extent growing up, you know, we used to have our winter times and all that go play in the snow and do all this other stuff. And I used to love the snow. I don't enjoy snow no more. I think cause I've been living in tropical environments for the majority of my career, but I do like the winter time and I don't like the weather of winter time. I like the, the feeling of winter being in the house, you know, just the calmness of winter. It, there's a certain festive nature about wintertime because it includes Thanksgiving, which is pretty much the, the first official holiday of the wintertime. And then uh, Christmas as follows. So this is my favorite time of the year. A lot of people love the summer. They want to be you know, in the sun and, and I, and I have that. And as I've grown older, I love the tropical environments. I love the sun, but there's just something about the winter time. That's just, it's authentic. It's nostalgic. You know, the, I don't know. You have all the, the Christmas movies are starting to come on TV now. Um, it's just so much about it. You could just tell things are starting to ramp up in the stores. They got the Christmas displays and all this sort of things going on. So this is a time for me where I'm really, really enjoying it. And this, again, this is my favorite time of the year. I love it. I love it. Uh, last year, I know we got a lot of snow last year. So, you know, I was out there shoveling that snow. <laughs> and those times that me and my son, we out there shoveling that snow. So I love it, man. This is, uh, again, this is my favorite time. This is my favorite time of the year, especially again, as a sports fan, you know, watching all these sports and doing all these things, man. Winter time, man. Winter time is a fun time. However, I'd rather be indoors. I want to be indoors. I don't want to be outside with the mess. Let me just open up the blinds and look. Oh, it's snowing. And I think what happened when I was in Korea, it was kind of a funny story. So I was in Japan right before Korea. So Japan, 
tropical environments is freaking hot typhoon season all that so three and a half years body got used to that and then i go to freaking korea right and I got to Korea like in August of 2017. So it's getting ready to start getting the winter time because Korea gets hot, but Korea winter times are freaking brutal. And I remember my last, the last winter I was in Korea. I remember just looking at my car, car covered in freaking snow is freaking ice. And my barracks where I lived at, it was on a slope, like on a hill. So I had to be careful driving down this freaking this hill. Cause I could have been in a ditch. This was like a daily event during the winter time. And I was like, you know what? This is freaking crazy. And then, you know, my unit, we used the type of unit. We want to do all these things when it's cold outside. Right. And I was like, this is crazy. I do not want to deal with snow no more. I don't want to deal with nothing. If it snows, if it's cold outside, I want to be indoors. So that's why I say, I love the winter time. I like the nostalgic of it. I like, you know, it's authentic to me. Um, I, it's fun for me, but I don't want to be outside in this mess. And one of my videos, I said, I'm getting too bougie for uh cold weather. I've gotten too bougie for cold weather. I don't care if it's cold outside. I just don't want to be out in it no more. Right. <laughs> Some of the things I deal with, right. You probably say, man, this guy's crazy. Again, so appreciate everything. We're going to talk about, uh, today is sneaker stories on the Thursday. I'm going to talk about probably one of the most iconic shoes ever created and the ability for this iconic shoe to be sustainable throughout decades, throughout multiple people, all these years is still is relevant. You can find it in stores. Of course you can order them and I'm willing to bet everyone has had a pair or continues to wear a pair. So I'm going to bring a pair out. Um, that I've had probably a year and I haven't worn them. You know, most of these shoes I'm showing, I haven't even wore these freaking things. I just be buying them just for nostalgic purposes. Hey man, the retired life, man, just or sitting at home ordering stuff. <laughs> but again, uh, again, appreciate everything. We can go ahead and transition to sneaker stories on a Thursday. Probably one of the most iconic shoes ever created, right? Stay tuned. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Trust and Believe Nomad cast. Again, I am glad to be with you guys. I'm glad you are here with me. Your support and everything does not go unnoticed. So I appreciate that. Commenting, subscriptions, the downloads via the audio uh, pl podcast platforms. Appreciate everything. So today is Sneaker Stories on a Thursday. And every Thursday, what I try to do is take you into the mind of Damon Anderson and all of my, uh, that could be a dangerous thing, though. but in, with all my sneaker stories uh, that I've had over the years, uh, I grew up being a huge gym shoe fan, sneakers, kicks, whatever you want to call them. Huge, man. Even to this day, I find myself buying uh, shoes just for nostalgic purposes. Oh, man, I remember I had them. Oh, man, I remember that. And that's the reason why I do it. It's just something nostalgic about a sneaker, a gym shoe. Um, and other people have other vices that they like. You know, some people like to get paintings and, you know, other things and purchase other things. But, you know, I've always been, you know, shoes, gym shoes. You know, it's kind of, I've never been really like a dress shoe person. 
I mean, I have them. I have boot Timberlands and all that, but just something about a gym shoe, man, a sneaker, just something about it. So the story I'm going to tell you guys today on Sneaker Stories on a Thursday talks about one of the most iconic shoes ever created. As I mentioned in my opening remarks, and this shoe has stood the test of time. It's a very sustainable shoe. It's a shoe that has morphed into not only uh, from its original intent was a basketball shoe, but it's morphed into the world of fashion uh, that has spanned decades, as I mentioned. And this shoe has morphed into other brands, other offset brands of the shoe, of other offset silhouettes of this shoe. They've made the heels bigger. They've flattened them, low top versions, high tops, mids, 60 billion colors of these shoes and just many offsets of the original uh, shoe, the original concept. So while I'm going to show you the shoe, uh, I'm also tell you a unique story about this shoe and the effect that it had on me uh, back in the day. So the shoe I'm going to show you is the Converse Chuck Taylor All-Star. Now I bought this shoe off of uh, StockX probably November of last year because I retired. I've been retired one year and ever since I've been retired, I've just been buying up StockX shoes Shoes from StockX that I've had before, uh, Foot Locker, Nike.com, all the et cetera. Hey, man, it is what it is, right? And I, I bought this shoe November of last year, and I haven't worn this shoe yet. And every time I get ready to order these shoes, oh, man, I'm going to wear them. I'm going to wear them. And it's just boxes and boxes of these shoes, of shoes that I've had over the years, of shoes that I want, just sitting up in the closet. I got to start rocking these things. But anyway, these are brand new. Chuck Taylor's right classic shoe. Remember the original tint of the Chuck Taylor was for basketball. And if you look at all the old um, videos of basketball players, Will Chamberlain's and all these guys from way back in the day in the forties and fifties, these dudes was wearing Chuck Taylor's Werber bottom canvas sides and uppers, simple tongue, Simple creation, right? Nothing has changed. Still the same. Converse Chuck Taylors, right? Now, so many names involved with these. We used to call them Chucks, uh, Chuck Taylors. No one ever really said Converse because when you think of Converse, you think of other Converse shoes. No one said, hey, man, you got those Converse All-Stars. You I don't even think people really said all stars. I've heard like Snoop Dogg, he calls them his stars. But we call them Chuck Taylors, Chuckies. You know what I mean? It's just something about the shoe is very iconic. It's a very simple, it's a very simple shoe, right? And, you know, it, it tripped me out how many years these guys played basketball in these shoes. Because, you know, you're talking about nowadays you can't play basketball and you use the freaking your ankles to get freaking broke and all sorts of foot issues. And I remember you look at old videos of like um, old Marine Corps videos and old army videos. These castles running PT and Chuck Taylors, but this shoe has stood the test of time and is morphed into different colors. Like I've said, they've made heels with a heel. The sole is thicker. The low top 
mids. We used to call them three quarters. All so many different styles has morphed from this simple silhouette. This silhouette has birthed so many styles and it's strange and it's weird, but it's also phenomenal that this shoe has stood the test of time. You can wear this shoe in the forties, right? And you can see all the old pictures. You could wear this shoe in 2021. Shoot, your vice president, she wears freaking Chuck Taylors. But everyone can still wear this shoe. It's so iconic. And there's so many other brands. You had uh, ProCads had a silhouette almost like this. I think all the other brands back in the day that was competing with this silhouette had uh, brands that silhouettes that kind of resembled this shoe. Man, the Converse All-Star, the Chuck Taylors, man. These will never, ever, ever go out of style, ever. Because you can wear them with anything. You can wear them with jeans. People wear them with shorts. Uh, women wear them with their outfits. Some people wearing them to work. Like I said, your vice president even wears Chuck Taylors. I don't think she wears them to work, but she wears them, right? So I'm going to tell you a story about these Chuck Taylors, right? So years ago, I know most of my sneaker stories like Yuma, Arizona, when I was in the Marines. And they got stories even after that and before. But one thing about those Chuck Taylors, years ago when the movie Friday came out back in 1995. And now if I remember right, I want to say it was the summer of 95. My months may be off, but it came out in 95. So this is back in the day when I was a single Marine. You know, I had my little crew and I was all about the crew. And we're going to get in my Buick Regal. And, you know, this is before I burnt up. Uh, we're going to get in the Regal. We're going to mob in the Regal. You know, if we're going to go here. We're going to go there. And so I fell in love. Even before I joined the Marines, I was a fan of West Coast fashion. I like the the Dickies. You know, the cats were wearing the Chuck Taylors. Because I was a huge NWA guy, a huge DOC guy. I really enjoyed that movement. Now I look at the content, what they was saying, you know, it was kind of like, eh, kind of like off the cuff. But again, I'm taking you to the mind when I was younger, right? But anyway, when I got into Yuma, Yuma, Arizona, back in 94, I started adopting a lot of these West Coast styles into my wardrobe. Yeah, I kind of kept it East Coast, too, you know, with the Tims and the baggy jeans and the polo shirts and the rugby shirts. But I often, whenever I would go out, I had on uh, Dickies, you know, either a, a Dickies khaki shirt and pants or black or blue, whatever color. So this particular day, we all went to uh, go see Friday. And right before then, I had got a black um, Dickie shirt with some black Dickies and some black Chuck K Taylors. It was black ones, right? And so we all went to go see Friday. We piled up. It was like three dudes that was in my Buick Regal. And there was a couple other cats that was in our little crew or whatever that was behind me. So we going to see Friday. We going to see Friday. You know, I'm dressed up like I'm a freaking member of NWA and all this crazy stuff. And uh, we go see it. So one of the guys that was in that little group, his name was Sandman. I can't remember his last name. And he was a, I want to say he was a corporal at the time. He's from Cleveland. And uh, so we in Friday, you know, we watching and he gets up to get some uh, popcorn or something. So we still, you know, we all in a movie theater, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, watching Friday. So he comes back and he was gone for a minute. So he comes back 
It was like, hey, man, we, we got some problems. We're going to have some problems after this uh, movie. So, you know, we like, you know, what's going on? He was like, hey, some dudes, man, they talking about they Yuma Crips or whatever. Dude just bumped into me, told me to get out the way and uh, said they're going to see us when the movie is over. So automatically I'm thinking, okay, it's going to be some problems. So we're going to end up watching this movie. And supposedly these dudes are going to be outside waiting on us, which will happen. So Friday was over. We all getting ready to go out. And my Buick Regal was parked um, by the Jack in the Box. And what we did, if I remember, we parked at the Jack in the Box, but we walked over to the movie theater. Because usually after everything that happened, we go to Jack in the Crack, which is what they call Jack in the Box. And it was right there on 4th Avenue, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't even know if it's there anymore. So I parked my car prior to going to the movie theater. We parked, boom. That way, once we leave the theater, I ain't got to worry about driving out. We go across the street, go to the freaking Jack in the Crack. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site may cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com. And uh, so these dudes are out there waiting. So, you know, we go outside and there's a bunch of police out there. So we walk across the street, come to find out these dudes are already is other guys that's part of their little crew, whatever. They at the jack in the box. And so we getting ready to get into the Regal because the, the lobby and the jack in the box was crowded. So we just can go through the drive through. So these dudes just start throwing rocks bow, bow, and the rocks hit my Regal and put a Big old freaking dent in the Regal. So we all got out. And Sandman was one of them dudes. He just want to freaking just fight. I mean, this dude to fight air if the air freaking blew too hard, right? So these dudes was getting out. They was throwing rocks, throwing rocks. And the Yuma Police Department could see everything. They ain't, It's like they just kind of watching the show, which kind of kind of tells you the whole point of the public safety thing, right? So they throwing rocks. So we like, hey, what's up? What's up? What's up? You know, I'm typical. You know, I'm trying to, you know, show these dudes, man. I'm this tough guy from Detroit, man. You know, we all crew. We all trying to, you know, what I'm saying doing whatever we got to do. So I get out the car and I look at the dent because they was like, yo, DA, you're uh, they hit your car, man. It's a big old dent. So I'm looking at the dent. I'm already mad because that Regal, that was my car, man. That was the car of cars for me. So I looked at the dent and I turned around. And I just seen this big old rock just coming at me. So I move out the way. And when I'm moving, my the Chuck Taylor is right up under the tire. So all of this is just black. And the way whenever I park, I always have my tires kind of turned in, either turned to the right or turned to the left. So all of this, probably like from right here on down, was just black, like 
you know, from my tire because when I was moving from the rock that was almost hit me, the uh, the shoe was up under the tire, and all of this was just black. I was so freaking mad because I had just bought this freaking pair of Chuck Taylors just to go to the freaking movies, and these freaking so-called Yuma Crips freaking uh, was throwing rocks at us. So when that happened, the freaking Yuma Police Department, they was already in the vicinity. Oh, they came up and they breaking everything up because they actually saw the big rock uh, in the air. So then they want to, you know, do all this. And then they come over there and they ask us uh, who you guys would have. You guys with a gang because I was dressed like a gang member. Man, I had like black dickies on and all this other stuff. Had a little rag on my head. I was just so out of sorts back then. It's, I think I thank God I'd never get into any trouble that can land me in someone jail or prison. God, trust and believe on that one, right? And uh, so the police, you know, they interrogating us. It's a carload of freaking Marines. And these dudes, so-called Crips, they just took off freaking running. And so we told them the situation. And Sandman was like, hey, you know, we was in the movie theater. I was minding my own business. And the guy bumped into me, told me they're going to see us outside. And I think these dudes kind of saw us while we was you know, walking over to the theater. Because I'm like, how all of a sudden... If these dudes talking about they want to do something to us, right, they're going to see us on site after the movie is over. But then when we walk across the street, these cats, this other cats, part of their little crew, is already out over there at Jack in the Box. So it kind of was like, man, with well, these dudes kind of casing everything. And I'm like, you know, we're freaking Marines, you know, we're stationed here, you know, at the air station is right down the street. So they talking to us, talking to us, and they're acting like we the ones that started something. So long story short, nothing happened. But the whole point of the story was probably was at the wrong place at the wrong time, trying to be a freaking gangster, knowing they ain't had no business. Cause the the dude that I was with, he was one of them type of dudes, man. He wanna fight everything. Like I say, he'll fight air. If the wind blew too too hard on him, he'll want to fight him, right? And I probably should have, you know, that's when I kind of realized start looking at dudes and people in your circle. And your your circle represents you. Now I could have been at a mall. What if these dudes had guns? Ain't no telling what could have happened at night. And then with him being inside the movie theater, how do I know he didn't freaking you know approach this dude and push him and all that? So it goes to show you. I guess the biggest thing from this story: know who your friends are. Shoot, you got to screen your friends and interrogate your friends and authenticate your friends and validate your friends. Cause you, I never know what that situation could have happened. They could have followed us. They could have ambushed us. Ain't no telling. And the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway I got from that incident was one, I didn't get hit with that freaking rock and the rock ended up putting a dent in my car and I got my chucks all dirty, but that fails in comparison to what could have happened. Cause the police came over there and it was like five or six freaking police officers. I mean, they got the, the billy clubs out. And they acting like we the ones that were starting something. So you never know the type of situations you can be in based upon your friendships, based upon your so-called loyalty with people. And yeah, we were, were Marines, but it was a couple of questionable cats that was in that circle. That probably should have like, you know, I know y'all going to see Friday. I'm going to go somewhere else. So I don't know what ended up happening to uh, Sandman. I don't know if he ended up getting out because 
this was probably this was 95 and i ended up getting out the marines in 98 so in our relationship i think after that kind of teetered a little bit because when my car had blew up uh caught on fire he was one of the ones that we used to all hang out and all this and all of a sudden now my car is burnt up cats ain't nowhere to be found so i learned some I always go back to yuma because i learned some valuable lessons during that time but i just kind of wanted to share that that was my sneaker story for the day it's kind of short but i think it was to the point kind of gave you the history on the converse chuck taylor all-stars probably the, again one of the most versatile shoes ever created sustained the, the the sustained time and man this this shoe has produced so many offsets and a lot of your competitors made shoes to compete against with this just look at the history go on youtube go on google there's been a lot of competition for these shoes but this shoe has stood the test of time and like they say it ain't going nowhere it's still here i need to wear it wear these things you see it's still got the original the way it's laced up in the store lace up and clean inside and everything i need to wear these things but now it's starting to get cold outside i don't know if i want to be chucking with my tailor <laughs> right but again that was my sneaker story just a glad it didn't become an unfortunate incident but that's again that's what one of the life lessons i learned when picking your friends and you know that incident could have propelled into something else and i'm thankful nothing happened after that you know i'm walking around looking like a member of nwa with these black dickies and you know all this and these chuck taylors with this rag on my head and you know what i mean these cops cops you know approach us and you know I didn't look like a Marine, but you know, showing my ID card and everything. And once we all showed our ID cards, the temperature was lowered. Then it was like, Hey, well, what are you guys doing here? You know, we just going to see the movies and these dudes, you know, we talking about these dudes and they had long gone after the police finally rolled up. But I'm like, you know, y'all was sitting here kind of watching all this while it was happening. Cause y'all saw the first rock that was thrown. And then the big rock was thrown. Then now you want to intervene. But then I'm kind of glad that they actually intervene because you never know that situation could have escalated to something else. So it is what it is, right? So that was my sneaker story on a Thursday. And usually after sneaker stories, right? I like to do my, my weekly wrap up with everything. I used to make this his own segment, but I just stopped doing it. I was like, you know, well, let's just go ahead and just piggyback off sneaker stories on the Thursday. And we could just rock it like that. All right. So, four let's get our notes together here so we're starting on one november was our first show of this week one november monday mental combat and my opening remarks i talked about my issue with the freaking detroit lions and the wolverines two catastrophic losses i will say the michigan loss to michigan state was more catastrophic than the lions the lions is like okay the Lions are like the child where you know they can't get any B's or C's and they get a D. You're kind of like, okay, all right, Johnny, you can do better next time. I expected Michigan to beat Michigan Stank, so I was disappointed. And also on Monday, as part of my mental, Monday mental combat segment, I showed her uh, my promotion to Master Sergeant in 2017. And the reason why I showed that, because it talks about and embodied everything dealing with discipline um being able to spearhead emotions 
you know, being in Korea by myself for the first time without my family, uh, being in, in attendance, promoting me, uh, it dealt with depression. So it showed, you know, solidarity, uh, spread the core, all these adjectives that you want to use as a related to Monday mental combat. And there was so many things that I learned about myself in a year in Korea, you know, about myself. And a lot of times you're forced to look at the mission and forced to do things that the army wants you to do. But it also, when you take those de dependent restrictive assignments, it also brings something out in you that you didn't know you had. And that's why I want to show that video on Monday mental combat. Cause I usually make Monday mental combat, something dealing with the mentals, dealing with leadership issues or workplace issues or how you being influenced or are you being stationary in life? And I think that video showing it on the Monday showed mobility in terms of being able to do things sometimes by yourself, sometimes, you know, with your family. So I'm glad I showed that and appreciate the comments as well. Um, let's talk about, let's talk about on two November talking on the Tuesday. Uh, my main topic, um, I should, I talked about six signs to know when it's time for your career to end. And some of the questions I brought up was like, are we complaining about work? Are we experiencing signs of stress? Is it your job boring? Is it difficult to leave the house in the morning? Questionable coworkers <laughs> and invertebrate leadership. We've all had, had those sometimes all at once. Sometimes they're spread out. And a lot of times you just have to ask yourself, is it really time for me to leave? I know there's a lot of issues right now with some of these mandates going on and you're seeing droves and droves of people deciding, I don't want to work with this law firm that I've been working with for 20 years because of maybe just the mandates that's going on, or they just want a change of scenery. They just want to change your life. And they're willing to step out on faith to change some of these things. So you got to applaud people for having courage to do something they haven't done before. You know, it's, it's a Testament. You know, we all go, all go through these tests in life to have a, to be able to produce a testimony for others. And you got to honor that. Um, for three November for way back Wednesday, yesterday, um, my opening remarks were talking about the unfortunate incident involving Henry Ruggs, former uh, wide receiver with the Las Vegas Raiders. A young lady lost her life due to his, his, uh, his incompetence. You know, it's, it's a sad story, but the problem is this story happens too often. And we have to get rid of the systems that allow people to drink and drive. Now, what are you saying? Systems. You can't mandate people from, you know, drinking, but it, it has to be something, you know, we dealing with technology and we have all these things we're able to do. And I know years before they used to have where if, if a vehicle can detect that you're inebriated, it wouldn't start. And I think probably some of the, the folks that's, you know, smart enough to be, to be able to, you know, produce uh, a tech that can support some of those things and, and put them inside vehicles or whatever, you know, but, but even before that, as the individual, you have to make that conscious decision. Okay. I'm, I'm a little drunk. I got a little oil in my system. Do I need to be driving? And then probably more importantly, the person that's with you, who's supporting you in this, you know, again, I don't want to keep bringing light on him because a young lady lost her life. But however, you have to bring the light, show the light on him because a young lady lost her life. So we just got to do better, man.
for my way back Wednesday uh, topic yesterday, I talked about my issue with large bodies of water. I'm talking about swimming pools. I'm talking about lakes. I'm talking about rivers. I'm talking about oceans and I've gotten better over the years. Now, if I get in the ocean, if I get in the large body of water, I'll get into what I call my safe zone where the water maybe comes up to my belly button. And to me, that's, that's still deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not going to get out there. I'm not going to do all this swimming and, and water dancing and doing all this stuff. Not happening. But the folks that's with me, like my wife, she loves, you know, swimming, my daughter, my son. So I go out there and I'll support them and I'll protect them from a strategic standpoint, you know, but I ain't getting in that water. Right. And today, uh, my opening remarks are talking about the, the festive time of the year. My favorite time of the year is during the winter time, starting to get cold. So some of them, the memories of childhood is starting to resonate and, you know, great time, a great time. And then I tell my sneaker story today, talking about the Converse Chuck's Taylor All-Stars and that uh, story about in Yuma, Arizona, dealing with some knuckleheads that was in Yuma and they dirtied up my Converse. That's probably why I ended up getting some more. They ended up dirtying my Converse, dealing with that issue. And uh, probably one of the biggest things was being able to choose my friends wisely and start really looking at people for what they really are instead of just wanting to be crew all the time. So you got to protect that circle, man. Got to protect the circle. So I appreciate everything. You guys can continue to stay tuned, man. I got more shows coming. I don't plan on stopping these uh, shows. These are really my therapy sessions. Like I've always said, trying to get these stories out. So appreciate the support and everything. Remember, you can click the subscribe button, like it, click the bell icon. Um, for all the folks that's on YouTube, Retire Master Sergeant 20. And then got my audio on all the podcast platforms, the Googles, the Spotify's, the Apples, to name a few. So again, today is Thursday. We already know there's no shows on a Friday. I want you guys to have a safe Friday, a safe Saturday, a safe Sunday. See you guys Monday for Monday Mental Combat. We're going to take it in and we're going to continue to talk about those things that can help us mentally and help us grow mentally to be better mentally prepared for things that challenges our mentals, right? So appreciate that. Continue to be safe, be sound, do everything you need to be, do to be successful, be strong, be passionate in the things that you want and everything will be good to go. Appreciate y'all. Peace and love. See y'all Monday. Simplify your federal agency's technology procurement with Connection Public Sector Solutions. Connection's dedicated account managers, commitment to exceptional customer service, and extensive catalog of federal contracts make IT purchases quick, easy, and affordable. Turn your challenges into opportunities and get rid of your technology pain points with Connection today. Learn more about what's possible with Connection Public Sector Solutions at connection.com slash fedcontracts.